Trish. <laughs> stretching is hard, man. It's you can't stretch too hard, and you can't stretch too little. You know what I'm saying? If you stretch too hard, you'll hurt yourself. You'll tear something. If you don't stretch, stretch little, hard enough, you'll tear, you'll tear something. You'll still get messed up either way. I tricked you into recording a podcast episode with us. No, not really. I mean, we're just we're just shooting the shit. We're not really like doing anything serious. Well, I mean, everything I said last night was trash. So <laughs> could be an opportunity to redeem myself. That's how I spring things on my friends now. Um, I like to think of myself as a podcast, a podcast equivalent of like uh, Stanley Kubrick or something. I just create these social situations and then record them, and then uh, I think you're just a podcast sniper. <laughs> you had me in your sights, and then just... I saw you sitting out there. I was like, "This would be good." Haven't eaten a nice little biscuit and sitting around. Where'd you some coffee? Where'd you have a biscuit from? I'd rather not say. Oh, okay. I understand. <laughs> I Sometimes you need to keep your biscuit confidential. You need to keep. But your it biscuit. looks like you all do know. <laughs> yeah, we've been there ourselves. <laughs> Did you know when you go in there? Hardee's. <laughs> I wish Hardee's. You know, it, there's been a million times where I've tried to talk people into going to Hardee's with me, which is just like a 10, 15-minute drive to Jenkins, just because it really has the best breakfast in in Letcher County, and it's sad because it's a chain restaurant. Yeah. Hardee's? Yeah. Yeah. Their biscuits are just so good. Well, I don't know. Did y'all know this? I went into Walmart the other day, and they've got this um, new thing there. Or not Walmart. McDonald's. It's the same. (laughs) The Walmart of of restaurants. (laughs) They've got this new, um, like, cashier-less cashier booth. You You put your order in, but then you have to walk across and pay the cashier. So you can put your order in while you're waiting. Hmm. It's very strange. I mean, I don't know how they do it. Is it for like? Um, no, it's for it's. it's it like, seems like it would be. No, no, it's for <laughs> lazy it's to people. Sell more burgers, <laughs> right? It's to sell more burgers. It's the whole. I it, the whole idea is taking out the cashier, um, the middle person. And I, then putting, I, th- I think they're basically just dangling people's jobs in front of their face, like. <laughs> Just a perpetual reminder, you can be replaced. That's exactly what they're doing. They're like, you're 30 burgers behind this machine over here. (laughs) (laughs) Step it up. Yeah, Yeah, it's a John Henry thing. The the thing is making way more burgers than the person at this point. But it did feel like that because I still had to walk over and give my money to the actual person. Even though I made my order on the computer, I still had to go over and pay the person. And she just kind of looked at me and I was just like, this is kind of awkward. It's, it seems like the only thing that's eliminated is the moment when you're standing there looking up at the menu with your mouth agape, going, um, hmm. <laughs> so instead of having to do that in front of a real person, you have your head down with your mouth closed, pointing at a screen, touching a screen. That was always, I hated working, um, I worked at a UPS store for like three years, and, uh, I fucking hated it when there'd be a long line out the door, and then the person that you're helping is just taking their sweet fucking time and everybody is getting mad at you not really necessarily the person they're getting mad at you because you are the direct um, sort of recipient of all anger 
Oh, that, yeah. you're and, just like, and, and the nicer ones will just always say, this ain't got nothing to do with you. <laughs> <laughs> now they put your hand on your shoulder. But then they'll start cussing you again like you yeah. have to take it still. Oh, yeah. Right, But right. it's no indictment on you. Right. It sucks being wearing that uniform, though, because you are right in the firing line. And there's expectations that come with putting on that uniform. Right. You know, at least it's a real human being, though. Um, I've realized I'm... It's out of my like social awkwardness and, and not wanting to speak to strangers. Like I, I make a beeline to the self checkout all always. Uh huh. Um, so I'm part of the problem. I'm 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 a job killer. Well Tanya said <laughs> Really, but it's also it's like but also the self checkout alleviates my anxiety. Yeah. My it makes me feel good. Well, on one of the episodes Tanya so said the right, thing? <laughs> right, right. That's the thing. Like on one of the episodes Tanya said something that made me think I've thought about it since then. She said that she always goes to the cashier with the person. But then I started thinking about it. I was like, well, then you're creating more work for the cashier. And I would yeah. be just as annoyed by that. I think I would rather people, if I was the cashier, I'd rather people just go to the automated computer thing so yeah. that I didn't have to deal with it. But them. what if like you see like they're like, oh, man, they've been laying off. They laid off John and they laid off Peggy. And then you just stare at the self-checkouts all the time and the people are fucking lined up at them. And like, <laughs> no, so. it's, I'm only laughing because like, I know how it's, it's very, it's this very, uh, weird dystopic <clears throat> part of our current reality where like the worker is fucked from both sides. You know, you don't want to have to do work because work fucking sucks, but you also don't want to lose your job to the computer making you do less work. Basically, we want free money. <laughs> we want free That's money. it. That's what In we a want. purpose, you know, our lives need a purpose to. <laughs> With a lot, my some of my jobs serving the public, um, well, two of them I was on on a phone, so you know people really let it rip on you. Like I, the last two people. I've cussed out in my life have been over the phone that I don't <laughs> and I don't know who they are and, and and then I apologized a lot after that. I'm like I'm like it's not you, it's your company. <laughs> like, that's, what, that's what I told him. What do you say? But, you fucking motherfucker. Yeah. I would feel so stupid, me personally saying it, because I've got no conviction to my cussing out. <laughs> no, uh, I like, actually was raising my voice screaming at this person. Damn. My wife has the receipts from it. Damn. I, which are just are memories. But I was ashamed, and then I apologized like crazy, but then I was like, but you know, dude, like this is... <laughs> It ain't on you. It ain't on you. It's it's your evil corporation. It no. sucks. I because I have been on the other end of that. I've been on the receiving end of that, and, and it's it does, awful. And it's awful. And there's nothing you can do about it. Because again, I worked at UPS, and someone loses a package, and they come up and they just like are screaming at you. What they're bitching you. You, you stole yeah. my fucking package. You <laughs> piece of shit. You're and playing my Xbox right. at your house. Yeah, people treat you like absolute garbage. Um, but anyways. <laughs> But the worst, the worst of the worst is AT and T. Not only are they fucking idiots, but they've outsourced all of their customer service jobs to India. Right. And so, like, being a Appalachian person and having somewhat of an accent, and then like an Indian person that has an accent, and then so the it's just complete loss in translation. Like, mm-hmm. it's um, it's a struggle to. I think you, some in, in those moments that I've gotten, I've almost been like extra annoyed because they're having to repeat themselves because I asked them, excuse me, I'm sorry, I didn't hear what you said. And right. then they have asked me to repeat myself several times. So it really would get nowhere. <laughs> but there's also a mutual res- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. respect there. Too. Yeah, they're all, they've all been lovely 
lovely people. Right. To fellow, with. not easy to understand people. I'm like I am sorry. <laughs> it's not. It's not your fault. It's your horrible, godless uh, corporation. Right. Yeah, corporations suck, man. But don't you don't you miss the days when uh, activism was that simple? Yeah, uh, the corporations Cor- suck. The evil corporations. Then B corps came along and muddied the waters, <laughs> right. and nobody knew how to feel about like. Right, you became slowly enmeshed in the status quo via the nonprofit industrial complex. <laughs> you feel conflicted about it every day. It, it's it's tough, and and people go into automatically they have their assumptions and they have their beliefs and no one can change their mind especially when they're dealing with some type of chain store restaurant or corporation or something like that it's it's very hard to convince a a person um like if you had to if you're like i already hate i hate this person and and they're going to tell me that it's my fault that something's wrong or or something like that Mm -hmm. um I, i guess i'd I just something popped in my head about another example of that, and you know, like Food City is not a huge chain, but it's like a regional one, right? And like the customers that wanted to be irate and wanted to be assholes went in with misinformation to begin with, and just but stood by it. I remember this one guy was like, he walked up, I was because I worked in the meat department when I was in college, and this guy walked up to the to the <laughs> the meat department. Yeah, I just stood there in a speedo and flexed. <laughs> Um, no. <laughs> but, yeah. The meat department at your college? No, at Food City. Um, <laughs> at, while I was in college, I went to two separate places for the education and for the work. A calendar, a yearly count, a monthly calendar for the Pikeville University meat department. <laughs> right, would be pretty yeah. great. <laughs> you flexing? No, this this real scruffy, stupid asshole walks up to me and he's like, um, "Do you?" He's like, "You got any prime rib?" And I'll always remember the tone of his voice, the volume, and everything. And this motherfucker, I was like, uh, I was like, yeah, right here we have several um, ribeye steaks, and he's like, uh, prime rib. And I'm and I'm thinking to myself, you stupid motherfucker, you don't even know what prime rib is. It's a goddamn marinated ribeye steak. This is this we have them right here in front of your face. I didn't know that actually. Yeah, I didn't. Like he thought it was like some special cut of uh, of um, meat. I right. know you're playing South Gonna Hold It Down, even though I can't hear it. I don't have yeah. my headphones on. It's all right. Uh, South Gonna Hold It Down. <laughs> you can say, sound good talking talk about me, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh I love God. that shit so much. Um, no, uh, Tom made an intro for this week's show. You should show him. You should play this intro, Tom. You want to hear the intro? Yeah, I want to hear the intro. Yeah. Trillbilly Workers Party. Masters of the Macabre created their hallmark of horrors. Many would argue that nothing of significance has happened since. Until now. That radio Yeah. Oh, you just tapped it in? That is awesome. You, you all use that beat a lot, don't you? That was our old uh, digital bedroom. Oh, yeah. 
got any stories of somebody cutting their finger off in that meat department <laughs> or their dick off or whatever else. No, but scary I, um, shit goes down in meat departments. That's where people get like ground down to like Yeah, uh, people you know. Cut people's legs off and throw them in the meat <laughs> the grinder. The meat grinder and stuff, right? No, but, um you know, all of us cut ourselves at one point or another, but everyone always told me all these horror stories, which was why I was terrified to use the bandsaw and I I, I wouldn't do it. Like I would Yeah. I'm like, I'm just the assistant. You all fucking cut, use the bandsaw. I'm not, I'm not losing my uh, <laughs> fingers for some fucking minimum wage job while I'm in college. Y'all can <laughs> suck a dick. I, I, got, I got a future ahead of me. Yeah, you know that happened to Rahm Emanuel? Really? Yeah, I think he was working at Arby's or something and cut his finger off. He's got like a... Arby's? Yeah. <laughs> that would be a great story. How'd you lose your finger at the meat department? At Pikeville yeah. University, <laughs> I had a yeah at the University of Pikeville's meat department. It has my, it's still there. No, it, fed um, it to us. In some ways, it became you, the in some ways you graduated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, No, I had a lot of close calls, but never really fucked myself up too bad. But one time, I burnt the hell up my entire from the wrist down. My entire hand was pink for like an entire day because I was a dumbass and tried to reach into the steamer. Seconds after the door was open, and, it, and I got a steam burn. I don't know if you've ever had a steam burn before, Ugh. but it is fucking awful. Yeah, and it's it's the worst pain ever because it's like you, you can't like your entire every pore of your flesh has been inf- infiltrated by hot steamy water. <laughs> like it, it's so bad. You should write literature, medical literature <laughs> for like med students. They're like, what does this feel like? Every pore of your flesh is filled with hot <laughs> steaming. <laughs> It was, uh, this is great prose. It was rough, and um, there was this one time I, I came. You know, there we would have these uh, big barrels full of, I mean, essentially rotting meat. But we would keep them back in the cooler so they wouldn't get too stanky. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And so we would take everyone like once a week or something. The big truck would come and take all these scrap barrels, and they would go. They would make. Um, dog food and cosmetics and all kinds of shit that you wouldn't want to know that they made out of it. Um, that's what they would make out of it. So, you know, people... Cosmetics? Yeah, people that wear makeup, there's a pretty good chance. I mean, if they're if it's not like... I think I knew If it's that. cruelty-free makeup, then, I mean, it doesn't have animal... Cruelty-free make- yeah, makeup? Yeah, it doesn't have animal parts. But, I, you know... I want to wear that. I mean, somebody jacked a rabbit off in the making of that shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, people are rubbing dead animals on their faces. But yes, bestiality was performed in the making of this makeup. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the actual content of the, it. It's the true cost of that clean face, people. You know, I um, everyone always, they twist narratives to make shit seem more evil than it is. But like their cruelty-free makeup, it doesn't mean shit because these animals weren't killed to make makeup this is like trimmings of fat and bone and stuff from meat departments oh yeah that people just pick up in barrels they didn't kill all these animals to do it yeah they were there in, in fact if anything it's good that they're recycling the the animal parts guts and bones and and whatnots right hey um so this is our halloween show and i've got a scary story i want to tell um you didn't know you were just going to come get thrown into a halloween special did you no you excited? I've been wanting to tell you about this for a while. Tom already—I told Tom about this, but it was years ago, so you may not remember. We did, we did, we covered it on the digital bedroom, actually. Um, okay, it's known as the mystery of the Summer Summerton Man. So it's an unsolved case of an unidentified man found dead at 6:30 a.m. December 1st, 1948, 
on Somerton Beach, just south of Adelaide, South Australia. It is named after the. Oh, this one fucks yeah, me up. The dude. Tom, it's the, or it's also known as the t- Tamam Shud case. It is named after the Persian phrase Tamam Shud, meaning ended or finished, printed on a scrap of paper found months later in the fob pocket of the man's trousers. The scrap had been torn from the final page of a copy of Rubaiyat of Omar Khayyam, authored by 12th century poet Omar Khayyam. Tamam was misspelled as Taman in early reports, and this error has often been early repeated. Hold on. So, okay. Let's see. F- uh, following a public appeal by police... <laughs> you listening to the background music? Yeah, I'm interested. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh, it's okay. Following a, pu- a public appeal by police, the book from which the page had been torn was located. On the inside back cover, detectives were able to read, in indentations from handwriting, a local telephone number, another unidentified number, and a text that resembled an encrypted message. So just to recap, they found this guy on a beach. They found a scrap of paper in his pocket. It was torn from a book written uh, by 12th century poet uh, Omar Khayyam. They go and they find the the book um, that the that the page was torn from. On the back of the book, there is a message. There's a local telephone number, an identified, unidentified number, and a text that resembled an encrypted message. The text has not been deciphered or interpreted in a way, interpreted in a way that satisfies authorities on the case. Um, the case has been considered since the early stages of the police investigation, one of Australia's most profound mysteries. There has been intense speculation ever since regarding the identity of the victim, the cause of his death, and the events leading up to it. Public interest in the case remains significant for several reasons. The death occurred at a time of heightened international tensions following the beginning of the Cold War, the apparent involvement of a secret code, the possible use of an undetectable poison, and the inability of authorities to identify the dead man. Um, so, anyways, that's what you got. <laughs> he was literally found on a beat. crack that one? You want to crack that one for us? Or? I think they needed to dig up that poet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the missing that's piece the right there. That's the missing piece. <laughs> oh, shit, you're right. That would be incredibly amazing and elaborate. He had staged this entire thing that would take place six centuries later, <laughs> nine or seven or eight centuries later. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the original copy of the book had been destroyed, and somehow, you know, you, you got to have you got to have your shooters throughout the history. Right, right. And so they just continued the legacy. <laughs> they continued the legacy. They're like, we got to get another copy of the book. In 1800, they were sitting around like, do you think this will ever come <laughs> to fruition? Well, little did they know, 1943. Damn. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was pretty fucking creepy. Um, let's see. The, they did an autopsy on his body. The heart was of normal size and normal in every way. Small vessels not commonly observed in the brain were easily discernible with congestion. There was congestion of the pharynx and the gullet. That's just, you know. He had gastritis, though. That's the main point here. He had a bad stomach. Gosh, damn. <laughs> if you have a bad stomach, I think your chances of being found unidentified on a beach somewhere are significantly increased. Yeah. For no good reason, <laughs> other than just people that have bad stomachs. Right. Oftentimes 
find themselves in bad situations. That would be really shitty, though. Like, if you died on, like, some Siberian plateau or desert or some shit like that, just totally far away from your home and nobody knows who you are, that would be, that would be uh, a rough way to go about it. But there's been also, so there's been all sorts of other, other speculation, like he might have been a spy. One such theory concerns Alf Boxall. <laughs> Alf Boxall. <laughs> Is that a British name or what? Boxall? Boxall. Or that's actually, it sounds pretty Australian, I guess. Is it A-L-P-H? A-L-F. A-L-F. B-O-X. Like the, like the furry alien. Yeah. Yeah. Alf. Right. The eight cats. <laughs> That's the best part of Alf is that he ain't right. cats. <laughs> you know, <I>, Australia is <laughs> so fascinating. It really is. It's a cliche, but everything really in Australia can fucking kill you. I mean, he could have yeah. died from a fucking snake bite. He could have got fucking kicked in the dick by a fucking <laughs> kangaroo. Crocodile Dundee <laughs> could have pulled that giant knife out and right. he got skinned his balls. Kicked in the dick and the blood clot went to his heart or something like that. Just like, like something that. freaky like that that y'all time reading about. Right. Like got punched perfectly okay. in the temple and it killed him. So yeah. there are some other there's a, so there are some other uh, parts of this story apparently. On uh, January 14th, which was maybe, it sounds like a month or so after his body had been found, um, staff at the Adelaide Railway Station discovered a brown suitcase with its label removed, which had been checked into the station cloakroom after 11 a.m. on 30th of November 1948. It was believed that the suitcase was owned by the man found on the beach. In the case were a red checked dressing gown, a size 7 red felt pair of slippers, Four pairs of underpants, pajamas, shaving items, a light brown pair of trousers with sand in the cuffs, an electrician's screwdriver, Jesus Christ, a table and knife. And a pint of banana <laughs> cognac. <laughs> yeah. A table knife cut down into a short, sharp instrument, a pair of scissors with sharpened points, a small square of zinc thought to have been used as a protective sheath for the knife, and scissors in a stenciling brush as used by third officers on merchant ships for stenciling cargo. Jesus Christ. Pretty much every obscure item you can possibly think of was in this man's suitcase. And a mint condition coffee for whom the bell tolls. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. A pocket constitution or something like that. There's always like there's always like a like like you remember when like the catcher and the rye, like the what people used to say, like all like these famous shootings it was left behind. There's always a book with no like really right. significance to the yeah, it's usually the catcher in the rye. Wasn't that or the guy who there? shot Reagan? Was that it? The guy who Reagan, shot Reagan? But was, wasn't he? Uh, Lee Harvey a, Oswald too. Speaking of something very topical. Um, no, it was um the guy that shot Jack Lennon. Ruby. Him John too. Lennon, though. Which was uh, the guy jo- obsessed with Jodie Foster. What's the asshole's name? Not John Lennon, but the guy that shot him. Because <laughs> John Lennon was a huge asshole too. John Hinckley? No, that's the guy that shot Reagan. Yeah. I hope nobody ever uses this podcast in a similar way. Like in fifty or sixty years. Somebody, <laughs> oh God damn! Someone... Somebody shoots JD Vance. And it's, we're on the hook for it. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. Or not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not. This is not irony. It's don't not good don't to shoot kill anybody. <laughs> uh, no, but the thing is, is it would be way more abstract. I think it would be way more like someone would shoot like Jada. 
uh, Jaden Smith. <laughs> Smith, like, I listened to the Trillbillies podcast in the 1940s radio voice, and <laughs> they were telling me to shoot Jaden Pink. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Jaden Smith. <laughs> <laughs> All because of the Trillbillies podcast. You never know. Our universes could overlap. Some crazy fan could bring our two universes together. I think sometimes people like that already plan to do something crazy throw a bunch of bullshit in the ring just to make it seem more interesting. Like, I read this book, and then it made me want to kill this person. But like, <laughs> But really, you just wanted to kill them because you didn't right, like them. Right, the like dictionary. Them. I wonder yeah. if anybody's read the dictionary and decided that's a... Uh... The thesaurus. <laughs> yeah, Merriam-Webster's on the hook for many, many deaths. <laughs> right. That's that was Adolf Hitler's main main uh, inspiration right here. What's that? Merriam Webster, <laughs> the Oxford Dictionary. The Oxford Dictionary. <laughs> right. <laughs> Jesus. So that's a pretty creepy uh, fucking story. Am I right, Matt? It is. It doesn't make any sense. But in Australia, it might. So here's the. In Australia, it might be. <laughs> I mean, Australia's, like, I think it's, like, beautiful and terrifying. Like, there's some creatures there that don't exist anywhere else on Earth. It's the same thing for America, though. That's true. But less scary shit. Like, that's what true. do we have? Grizzly bears and rattlesnakes? That's about... That's pretty scary. That's about it. Yeah. Well, scorpions. we also have some scorpions, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, no grizzly bears or rattlesnakes some, in Europe. They don't have any large fauna in Australia, I don't think. It's all been, like, killed off. Other than, like, the... Um, kangaroo and shit hmm. which the kangaroo like they've got like saltwater crocodiles and shit though great white right. sharks like just off the coast it's like a run the goddamn gauntlet <laughs> yeah. you can't go to australia and not get a toe bitten off or something at least there's something weirdly humanoid about kangaroos that make <clears throat> them extremely creepy i mean they're just jacked they're jacked they punch <laughs> they fight like humans <laughs> They're like giant rabbits that fight like humans. Have you ever seen that movie, uh, early '70s movie, Wake and Fright? Uh-huh. There's a mo- There's a scene in that movie. It was incredibly controversial when it was filmed, but there's a scene in that movie where they like go shoot kangaroos, and it's done at night under like a spotlight, and it looks just really creepy. It looks like they're shooting aliens because kangaroos are so human-like. Yeah. Um. Oh, it's totally. It is creepy. Totally creepy. That like you couldn't do that now though, right? Like didn't on Apocalypse Now didn't something like that? Did they <laughs> yeah. cut the what was they cut the, the cow's bull's head, head? The bull's yeah, head off? Yeah, yeah, they like really. Okay, I did that. I was I was um, I was right. It, okay, so Mark David Chapman killed Lennon and and dropped the revolver and was holding a paperback copy of uh, Catcher in the Rye. That's that was it. <laughs> That's just too. <laughs> So, but what did uh, what about other? That's why of that? we're safe because we don't have a physical copy. We're all online. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I do have a paperback copy of it. Although online house. probably does drive people to murder. Definitely drives. People ah, to the murder. images aren't loading. <laughs> it's a four hundred three error. What the fuck? Yeah, Catcher in the Rye was one. Um, um, what are some ones that are unsuspecting that you wouldn't think of that you wouldn't think of? Maybe like a John Irving novel or something like that. Yeah, like a like a uh, Harriet Arnow. Like nobody's going to um, go on a shooting spree because they read Call of the Wild. I don't think <laughs> <laughs> Jack London. Maybe they would if they read As I Lay Dying because it's so horribly boring. <laughs> they just yeah the Faulkner novel yeah. 
I read it in college. I tried to. I, I've tried to read that book three times, and I get a little further each time, and it's, and I'm like, it's not worth one it. One of the one of the but one of the chapters in it, like one of the points of view, is from like a mentally uh, a touched child. Well, I mean, you know, one of the chapters is from the corpse, and it's just kind of like I'm yeah, dead. Yeah, and it's yeah. like one sentence long or something. Addy. It's like I'm dead. I'm dead, folks. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I'm dead. <laughs> I mean that's essentially it. <laughs> Damn. Spoiler alert: was... the the main character is dead from the from page one all the way to the end. Faulkner thought that was going to be mind blowing. He's like, I'm going to write a chapter from the point of view of a dead person. <laughs> and he just, and he just thought dead. that was so subversive. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, look at the look at the scrap of paper that they pulled from the inside of his jacket. Wow, that is weird. I know in audio you can't see images, but yeah, trust can, us, it's spooky. It's it is very spooky. <laughs> but they're like that's also kind of like when uh, they found the lost colony Roanoke and Krakatoa was written on the tree, and nobody knew what the fuck that meant. Who is that? Like with all these mysteries, there's always the catcher in the rye, a copy right. of the catcher in the rye, and some like cryptic word written on a tree or on a slip yeah. of paper. Right. In this case, right. Well, it's even weirder because they went back to the book that this was pulled from and they found this encrypted message on the back of the book that they were never able to um hmm. that they were never able Wait, that to that was decipher. on the back of of the uh Omar Khayyam the original yeah 12th century poem or theme or, or I'm sorry yeah poem pretty weird pretty weird if you ask me Tom I bet you can probably have a mental recollection of the uh Hotel, hotel girl. Um, you know there was that security footage oh, from the elevator. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Started by Lisa Lamb. Lisa Lamb, <laughs> the one that was found in the uh, sewer. water supply of the, the water supply the hotel, right? Oh, it was the water supply, right? It was like a water yeah, tank. Yeah, she on the was top in the water tank of the damn uh, Cecil Hotel in Los Angeles, which was also the place where the Black Dahlia murders happened, and uh, Richard Ramirez, Richard the night Ramirez, stalker, did his right. did his dirt. Damn. You know, I'm, I'm, I've always how, been, how, how you still have a, a business license after yeah. all that shit? Um, I, I, I've always found serial killers to be extremely fascinating, and I own like several, uh, you know, research purposes only. I wanted people to know, but but aren't uh, you always suspicious of people like that when they sit, like they, when they put that on their like Tinder or, or when they tell you that like, hey, <laughs> what about that goddamn house we stayed at uh, in Bristol like uh, last month? Yeah, that was. They had an inordinate amount they of did. books about. They, they had a lot oh, of literature. Shit, I they about had that. a goddamn library yeah, they full did. of serial killer they books. Did. But they did, and they were so nice. They were such nice people. It was a though. beautiful house. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was it like was, six thousand square feet or something. It was, it was decorated huge. like wine mom style. Yeah, but like crosses and shit. But then like this entire bookshelf of serial killer books. The only alcohol they had in the entire house was schnapps and liqueur. So. That if that doesn't tell you, yeah, that's anything else, that's a red maybe. flag. Yeah, <laughs> we were like, at... what are you fucking mixing this shit with? Like, we're taking that straight to the yeah, home, where's really? the hard stuff? Yeah. <laughs> that's a red flag, I think. Man, that shit was wild though. Like, I was like, okay, but then it was just like they had like goddamn serial killers for dummies. Right. No, it's just like, I don't it was think just that book, I don't think that book exists. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that exists. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was bound in human flesh and like <laughs> 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 no, 
Yeah, how not to get caught as a serial killer. They also had a lot of other really great books. Um, like they what? had several Cormac McCarthy books. Oh. Um, and they had, they had, yeah, they had some Hemingway. Uh, damn. And, uh, you know, all of the, um, all your white men alcoholic staples. <laughs> <laughs> they write brutish prose. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. The, the the creepy thing about the Elisa Lamb case isn't the details of it. It's the surveillance footage. Yeah. Where she's Very do, creepy. Where she's doing her hands really but, weird. But also, there's the other wrinkle that I think is very chilling and really fucks me up. Is that during the same time that the Elisa Lamb thing happened, there was also a drug-resistant tuberculosis outbreak on Skid Row, which is just a couple blocks from the Cecil Hotel. Right. And did you know that the prophylaxis for for TB, what that's called? Elisa Lamb? The Lamb Elisa. <laughs> Her name backwards. Man. God that damn That, it. explain that fucking shit. Well, also explain how she got inside of a water tank that had to be fucking cut open with a goddamn cutting torch. Yeah. Right. You know, like, how do, how do you do that? Right. If anybody's got details on the Elisa Lamb case, we'd love to hear. <laughs> yeah, or, that's serious. Or it could be one of the most elaborate, not looked into internet scams of all time. Well, it's kind of like things... Right, now if the vigilant citizen was on it now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Things like that happen, and it's, and it's hard for you to know. It's like, honestly... I think the video of the Phoenix Suns where they all turn around and start running at the same time, I think that's just as creepy. It's just like... What? There are, so there's a video of... Um, the, the team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like... Uh, was, was Devin Booker on it? Yeah. It's it's uh, it, it was it happened like maybe a week or two ago. Yeah. I've never seen um, anything like this. And, Ever. you know, like there's a turnover in possession. Yeah. And they all start running back. At the and same they, time, they all turn and run at the same... In like... In like sync, and it ain't like they're the goddamn San Antonio Spurs, you know. <laughs> it's the right, fucking right, right, yeah. <laughs> of course, they put an ad before the video. Um, but watch, watch this. Isn't that crazy? Well, yeah. It looks like fucking. Oh my god! <laughs> in slow mo, it's even fucking. See, to creepy. me, that is just as fucking creepy as like. It's creepy, Lama but Lisa. it's also just like. Let's. They were all just fucking. Dialed into the dialed same. In. They're like they're like us in. on this podcast. No, no, that is that is that is a whole other. So you're saying the robots? Where's the real Devin Booker? Has Cal has Cal been recruiting robots this whole time? <laughs> yeah. Now, goddamn, Anthony Davis was his own fucking prototype, man. He, Why you uh, gotta put this creepy music in it? It makes me feel like I'm looking at my doomsday warning sign or something. I think it's pretty cool. It is kind of funny to think about <laughs> this one. This or go ahead. I'm go sorry. ahead. I'm sorry. They could all be focused and connected as a team the same way women in groups have synchronized menstrual cycles. Uh, I've heard that that's uh, uh I'm not going to get into that. That's not that's not, t- we're not That's not that. uh that's that's not our But that's true. I mean it is true. Yeah. And and isn't that fascinating? See, that's not creepy at all. That's just fascinating. All right? five sons of Rothschild moving in unison. How cute. Is that a conspiracy theory thing? It is now. Do the Rothschilds own, own the Phoenix own Suns? The Phoenix Suns? <laughs> That's oh, funny. Anyways, but yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty crazy. Right? Is there some kind of weird video about how the calves flopped to the nets the other night? Because <laughs> that was really nice. Yeah. How does that happen? Uh, I don't know. The worst team in the league with the most stacked team against the most stacked team, and they 
they dropped the ball. You know, I, I recently got back my internet television, and and I've where it's a regional thing. I've been having to watch a lot of Cavs basketball, uh-huh. um, just to be able to watch NBA. And so, I mean, it hasn't been horrible, uh-huh. but it, it's been good to watch them lose some. Just because I, I always like, I'm always going to root against um, these fucking superstar super teams because it's just not see, fair. I, I don't consider I don't consider LeBron one of those though. <clears throat> but just look at him, like uh, look at his... <laughs> he shouldn't even be allowed to play in the league. He's so good. <laughs> look at his team. No, I mean fuck LeBron James, but um, you can't you can't deny the 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 team stacked. Yeah, well, I like their strategy of just uh, getting a bunch of aging stars and putting them on the bench. Yeah, because those are probably the best players in the world for fifteen minutes. Maybe I bet some Cavs fans. Uh, would be like, oh, but D Wade was out. That's why the Nets beat him. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, you guys ever think about the the normal shit in daily life that's actually pretty terrifying? Once you like, like parasites, like paras, like shit, like like during this time of year, I feel like we make all this fuss about like the supernatural and like all this kind of stuff. I know that's scary as hell, but you know what's really scary? Ebola. Rabies, yeah. right? Those yeah. little, those little um, parasites that uh, in dirty water can go inside your penis and then really fuck up all your <laughs> yeah, shit. That's when they tell you not to like pee in a river and yeah, and, uh, yeah. Right. they just like latch on. You know how like uh, how our how our bracelets were at Bristol. Uh, yeah. How it had that little those teeth inside the thing. The harder you try to get it off, the hard yeah. the more it digs in. That's how the dick the dick worms are. Like they, if you tried to pull them out, it's like reverse <laughs> prongs inside your. You flesh. would pull the it's inside of your tear dick your out. Your urethra, yeah. all the fuck. Yeah. It, yeah. And what's the dick equivalent of like a pink sock? You know what I mean? Like the inside of your dick comes on the out on the outside. Oh, <laughs> that what they call that? Yeah. With your butthole. Yeah. Can your can your penis prolapse? <laughs> Yeah, prolapsed dick. Can you have a prolapsed penis I from don't a think so. from a, from <laughs> a river you, parasite? Unless you've done some shit to cause it. Right. <laughs> like I've, I've, you brought that on. Yeah, yourself. You've, you've you've had to work. But no, that is more. That is to me, in some ways, the fact that there are little tiny viruses out there that adapt to entering your body through like your dick or 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 rabies, for example, that like work their way into your head. Um tamp down parts of your brain that desire water like because co- yeah. they they make you have hydrophobia they and make you crazy your furiousness yeah. and you can come damn. like 80 times in a day or something isn't it something like that crazy yeah. like, don't you become hypersexual from yeah. rabies so just hey if i'm ever like 82 years old and dying of stage four bone cancer just shoot me up that rabies <laughs> yeah. me and, Tom and a little splash of heroin to even <laughs> yeah, balance yeah. you out we go out right <laughs> yeah Laudanum, a little bit of laudanum <laughs> is what they would have given you back then. But hey, the rabies thing is is nuts because you know this is one of the things we talk about a lot, just because of the like the bat shit we've all done. Yeah, do you remember in 2013 <laughs> when I came to you and I was I was afraid I had rabies because like, I hadn't touched a bat. Yeah, I'm like, dude, I'm like, uh, bats with rabies are so frail. And then he got me scared about it because I didn't know when I started working with bats that you don't exhibit any symptoms of rabies. Yeah. Like, it start, it comes on as, like, flu. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, the frail ones that have trouble flying and are and the, their bodies... Show up in the daytime. Like, yeah, they, they also... Um, that's, like, really advanced rabies. Right. 
Um, but I mean, it would still be contagious no matter how they, you know, whatever stage of rabies. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's probably um, you can contract it at any stage. Right. I remember you told me you said, Tom, you said I've been bitten by unvaccinated by a goddamn flying squirrel. Yeah. Oh man, that flying squirrel chomped my thumb. Yeah, that happened to me. It bit the fuck out of me. I bet me. our audience is like, what the fuck? Why are y'all playing with bats and flying squirrels? We used to all catch bats for a living just yeah. to catch everybody else. We did uh, environmental biological uh, surveys. Well, okay, back on the rabies tip, me and Tom are reading this like account of like an 18th century... Like American aristocratic gentleman or something. Lord Cromwell. <laughs> Lord Cromwell, <laughs> and he was talking about he, he had rabies. He didn't know it though. Yeah, he did. Well, I mean, eventually he did. Back when they spelled piss like P O E S S, you yeah. know what I mean? Like I was taking a piss, and I, <laughs> I was taking a piss, and I had the rabies. Swapping my R's. <laughs> <laughs> they um. This this guy like gave an account of like he was scared of the water in his shaving bowl and he would come like 130 times a day or something like that. You're, I don't so, think your dick would survive coming 130 yeah, times. Your balls would be incredibly yeah. Oh, it, they, they would just look. They would just look like <laughs> two fucking, raisins. Yeah, sun dried <laughs> sun dried prunes. See, <laughs> <laughs> they're that tiny. Yeah, <laughs> your balls are that tiny. No, they, I, uh, they just go up inside of you. The this no. I, might be a little bit too personal of information. Actually, it definitely is. But uh-huh. one time, it was terrifying, absolutely terrifying. One of my testicles disappeared for a moment. Well, how old were you? Like 20-something. <laughs> but then it came back. That happens sometimes. <laughs> I think that happens it came, back, it came back, like, immediately. But it, I was, I was, like, it was one of those things I almost dropped to my knees crying. <laughs> You're like your testicle. Your one nut was like the Taman Should guy that showed up on the beach. It was your beach yeah. was the inside of your body. They're like, what is this doing in here? And then the other one drops down. And was like, forgot my hat. <laughs> right. Let's go. Right. Got my um, shoes on now. <clears throat> um. So, I. Uh, no. So yeah, me and Tom are reading this like. Um, this like diary of this guy who had rabies um and yeah no you you can come like a an, an absurd amount of time in a day <clears throat> you you become incredibly averse to water you cannot drink it yeah can you bathe and you know, no no this no, guy no. Like, like wouldn't he get in a canoe to a shaving bowl and he couldn't bring himself to shave and he would try to go to a canoe and they, he wouldn't get in he was like, afraid he was, of the body of water uh, yeah i don't i don't understand like where does your mind go like he tried well, to drink his wine with his dinner, and he couldn't bring it to his lips. Yeah, like, no. something's really wrong with me. I guess I better jack off a bunch. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, that's, well, no, no, it wasn't that. It was, it was like, uh, is he just walking around hard as fuck? No, like it he's was. Like a, he's was, walking uh, around like a seventh grader at a you just start da- at a high out? at a middle yeah, school no, dance. It was, yeah, it's like uh, what do you ejaculate. call it? Yeah, you just like it's what do you call it? What's there's a name for it? Something emissions. Nocturnal emissions? No, like uh, involuntary emissions. Involuntary, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. So like you're just like just shooting wads every which way. Right. But That's the crazy shit about this is so the guy had a pet fox, okay? Or rather he had That's like, how he got the goddamn no, no, rabies, no. Yeah, right? Yeah, he had a, he had a, <laughs> he had a hound dog. And one of his men a had a pet fox <clears throat> that he found out in the woods. Yeah. And it tussled with his beloved hound dog. 
<laughs> and then he fucked the hound dog. <laughs> he fucked the hound dog, and then he got rabies. <laughs> he gave it a reach around. Yeah. <laughs> and so they're trying to pull the hound dog and the fox off, and the fox latched onto his hand. Here's the creepy shit. So we get all of our like vampire and zombie lore from rabies. Not a lot of people understand this because of this one anomaly that happens with rabies that doesn't happen with anything else. Is that if you're bitten by a rabid animal, that wound will heal. But once the rabies virus hits your central nervous system, the wound will reopen. That's really weird. Explain that fucking shit. Yeah, that to me is just as creepy as Elisa Lamb showing up in a fucking water tank. Yeah. Um... Can a, can a human give another human rabies by biting them? Uh-uh. It's never been documented. <laughs> I mean, because yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, it would be an open could. wound with with your saliva is what I'm getting at. It's you'd not like really... a fucking you become a vampire. Or something right. like we it. don't have like the chompers for that. You know, you'd have to gnaw on somebody for a while. Yeah. I feel like if if anybody ever wants to be just completely terrified by something that actually really happens in the real world, go YouTube hydrophobia, and I swear to God, you won't sleep right. <laughs> it's the most terrifying yeah, thing. Right. Like, there's, like, <clears throat> crazy shit. And what's nuts is that, like, you know, we don't think a lot about rabies because, like, one or two people in the U.S. get rabies every year just by yeah. some fluky thing, like a bat got in the room or something. Yeah. But everywhere else in the world, I remember thousands and thousands of cases every year. When I was, I emailed Noam Chomsky about that, about the issue <laughs> of, about the issue of uh, hydrophobia. Because it is pretty weird to think about. Like, how the fuck does the bra- does the virus know how to attack the parts of the brain that recognize water, I guess? Because it's not just drinking water. It is a body of water. This guy was afraid to go to next to ponds. And, you know, if you put a thing of water out for, like, a fox with rabies, it's not going to go near it or anything like that. There's videos on YouTube of people tr- with rabies trying to drink water. And they're like... That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> like, it's just terrifying. Wow. And they'll start screaming this like guttural, visceral howl if like water gets close to them. <laughs> I've got rabies. Yeah, that's that 18th century lord with rabies yeah. is just I just can't help. You know how the you get you know you get rabies shot like if you ha- have already contracted rabies, do the vaccinations work if it's kind of advanced? I think you can you as long as you don't if, as long as it's not reach your central nervous system like as long as it's still crawling up your spine it can stop. Uh, it. Damn, real rabies hours. On yeah. the real billies. <laughs> yeah. yeah, real rabies hours. Well, yeah. The also rabies is the only virus that doesn't travel the bloodstream. It travels your spinal cord. That's crazy. It's the only virus. It's the only one. Well, it has to get into your spinal cord through your blood first, right? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess that <clears> makes sense. But instead of like like. If we were to, if you were to have rabies and we used to shoot up after each other, <laughs> I wouldn't get rabies from you that way. Huh? Let's nice. But if Tight. I, I would get your hepatitis, but I wouldn't get your rabies. Like, what if we had sex with each other? <laughs> no, I don't think it's ra- transferable by sex. In your dreams, love. Do, do I just rub? Uh, so only way you can get it is if I rub my saliva all over an open wound on your arm. If like you spit in my eyeball, or like if we made yeah. out, I guess. That so would if work. I spit inside of your dick, so <laughs> yeah. If, if I were to give if, you a. Oral sex. <laughs> if I, yeah, if I, I fuck so. you, you're not going to get it, but if I suck your dick, you're going to try to get it. Yeah, <laughs> oh, my God. I was, like, watching this porn when I was in college, back when you uh, watched, still watched porn on VHS tapes, and there's this guy in a sandbox <laughs> who was, uh, like, dild- he had a tiny dildo, and he was putting it into his oh. dick hole. 
<laughs> and he gave himself rabies. That way. <laughs> <laughs> he gave himself rabies. He was injecting rabies saliva from it. Because you know there's those ones that sometimes they can squirt stuff out of them. Right. Hey, can we pause just to listen to Rockwell? Somebody's watching. Is that, what the, is that what's in the background? Yeah. There's, didn't you say, there's something interesting about this song, Tom, right? Like, Michael Jackson is on it, but he didn't... He's not credited. He's not Michael credited. Jackson sings the chorus. Right, he didn't, he's not credited in the song, no. But, basically, Michael Jackson was a huge Rockwell fan, but nobody else at Motown Records was. Like, everybody hated Rockwell, and they thought he was a no-talent hack, which is not a reach. Right. Fanny <laughs> stretch. But Michael Jackson was all about it. Was in the pocket for him and was like, that song's hot, I want to get on the chorus. And Michael Jackson came with the chorus... Probably this song's only redeeming quality. Huh. I can't hear it, but I'll take your word for it. One of our friends in Floyd County... Um, yeah, you can't hear it, so you're not. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that is a banger. You remember that remember Christian that rapper, Toby Mac? Yeah. He, like, he sampled this in one of his songs, but it was like... I always feel... it's It's like... The implication is like God. God is the one that's always watching you, which is really fucking creepy. Yeah, especially when you put little slender dildos in your penis. <laughs> he sees you when you do that. He sees you when you're putting dildos into your dick. What if? What if God? Like, what if the God of the Bible that said like He repent that He ever made man, actually is like real and He's up there and He's just like, just oh God. Yeah. Disgusted by him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> But he's omnipotent, so he made a bunch of perverts. Now that would mean God has to be a pervert himself too. Is this where we can splice in the Devil's Advocate clip? Yeah, with uh, Al Pacino. Yeah, yeah. The talk about creepy, scary stuff. uh, Some kind of, uh, you know, God is pretty scary. God is pretty scary. (laughs) God is pretty creepy. Especially yeah. the considering if he really is watching you at all times. Yeah, it's the like, God of the Old Testament that sounds just kind of like some like old drunk gambling guy that just like right, but all powerful old drunk gambling guy that just like. Why did you make parasites? <laughs> Rabies. Yeah. He did I, some pretty tight stuff though in the Old Testament though. Like, um, I like the story of Elijah getting. The, you know, there's only two people in the Bible that don't actually die. It's like Elijah and, Enoch, and Jesus. And Enoch, too. Okay, yeah. yeah. Enoch and Elijah. Um, but Elijah uh, is sucked up to heaven with a cyclone or a tornado or something. <laughs> <laughs> Some magical tornado. You know, that's, that's the same thing with Muhammad, though, right? Like, I think Muhammad actually... Didn't die, or, right? Yeah, I don't think Muhammad died. But I think the story with Muhammad was like Muhammad got from Jerusalem to Mecca on a tornado or something like that in like yeah. an incredible Maybe he did die, but he, yeah, there was some sort of tornado that he tried. I'm not well-versed We've just, we just butchered everybody's like <laughs> worldviews <laughs> for our own sick jokes. Sorry, everybody. To the, to the, to the soundtrack of Rockwell. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, yeah, all my Muslim friends are going to tell me I play too much. Yeah. Right about yeah. We covered some good ground. This we covered some good ground with this episode. We started out with an episode we didn't think was gonna actually happen, and here we are. We're fifty minutes in. I just stumbled in here and and sat down. So hopefully, I contributed something worthwhile. No, it was good. Well, we're not done yet, team. We've still got a few more songs to get through. We got That's a, true. We got a knock and playlist for this. Yeah. Can y'all just carry it for a minute while I go get a drink of water? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I got. 
coffee mouth. Put your put your headphones on. Oh we'll yeah. Just... yeah, yeah. Put those headphones. On. Do you remember what this one's from? Let's see. You're a horror horror movie guy. I'm drawing a blank. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna Rosemary's Baby. Oh, uh, okay. You know, I've only watched that once, and I was like 14 years old or something. But it, 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 it's it's a good one. What? It's a classic. What is? I love Matthew the Carter horror connoisseur. What are your? Give me your five must sees over this next couple of days that people have to say. Well, it's it's always crucial to watch the. Um, Original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You really have to. You've got to do that. Yeah. I think um, the Omen is really great. The Omen is significantly better than The Exorcist. I'm sorry, but it's true. Agreed. But I also say this: a lot of people shit on it, but I really liked the Omen reboot from like the early 2000s. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. I thought um, it was pretty well done. Um, that was another one of those watch once and. It wasn't. It wasn't a rinse and repeat. No, it was no, a, no, no, no. I'm not saying it's timeless, but I'm saying <laughs> right. like usually they botch those. Re- yeah, those no, it wasn't. Bits, it wasn't I, bad I like at all. <clears throat> um, I would say, of course, Hellraiser. You're a fool if you haven't seen that. I mean, it's just <laughs> a fucking classic. And um, a little more. Uh, it, it's it's definitely one of those cheesy twist endings that you already know what happens in it. But the French movie. Uh, uh, high tension. Yeah. Hot, hot tension. Hot, 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 hot tension. That's a good one. That's and, good uh, yeah. <laughs> That's like French Canadian. Hot tension. <laughs> and, uh, oh, let me see. A fifth one. A fifth crucial horror film. Um, I'm trying to dig a little deeper. Uh, I had something in my mind, but. You know, you should probably watch, uh, fuck, I don't know, whatever you want. Charlie Brown Halloween. <laughs> Number five can just be whatever the hell you want to watch. <laughs> yeah, wild card. <clears throat> as long as it's a spooky one. What's, what are your, what are your, are those your five, fi- your four favorites? I mean, they're, they're some of my favorites. I, um, this is one of those things where I'm going to throw it at you and you're going to leave me like, fuck, I should have said that one. You know, I, um, hmm. I don't know. It's a lot of, it's a lot of pressure to come up with that. I mean, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh, is definitely my favorite horror movie of all time. Period. Yeah, um, my favorite, you know, horror franchise, all of that. Um, there, there's been some rough ones, but they're still entertaining, even if they're goofy. Yeah. Like I don't mind a little comedy in my horror movies. No, I think it's good. If if any horror franchise goes on long enough, it becomes just goofy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, even Saw, which is completely fucking gross and horrible, like, became kind of <coughs> kind of kitsch. Well, they made... The problem is when you make, like, seven or eight um, remake. I mean, like, seven or eight sequels to the uh, in in five years. Yeah. You know, you're, you're, the number of sequels you make can't exceed the number of years you're it's been <laughs> since your first one. Yeah, like, you, that doesn't... <laughs> the, best, the best way to do it is how, like, Fast and the Furious does it. They dragged out that franchise for, like, a million. 15 years at this point. Yeah. But they've only got, what, eight movies now? And all of them are slappers. <laughs> They're all slappers. Except... I, 
Uh, I don't like. I don't I'm not the biggest that. fan of three, but uh, Tokyo Drift. What What are your top five must see horror films over the next couple of days during the holiday season? Um, the spooky holiday season. Reanimator would be excellent. one. Excellent pick. Um, let me think. Uh, honestly. Honestly, man, I think that there's fucking. I think the Alien is a creepy fucking movie. Yeah, I think it it's is. A scary yeah, movie. it is. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a sci-fi horror it's film. It's a total for sure. fucking scary movie. It's not like how. It's not like horror. It's not like you know, a slasher, scary, scary supernatural. Like but yeah. It's, um, let me think. <clears throat> like the paranormal activity, like that shit. Um, the first one, which the is the only one, one I watched, it was it was good. And it, and, it, it it jumped the shark, proving our thing. Oh yeah, you go right. Long enough, right. It just gets done. It's a, they went Sharknado on it, which I swear at this point I think there's like six Sharknado movies, right. which is yeah. fucking stupid. That's 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 the that's fact that there's that many Sharknado movies sums up 2017, all, even though they yeah. weren't all released in 2017. I mean right. that sums up this year. Yeah. So Reanimator, mm-hmm. Paranormal Activity. Yeah, Paranormal Activity's good. What else did you throw uh, in there? Um. Let's see. I really do. Um, I I wasn't just saying this the other day. I really do think Cabin Fever is a good movie. I yeah. think Cabin Fever. I mean, it's like it's totally pretty clever. Yeah, I think it's you know it's Eli Roth, but it's like I think yeah. it's it holds up. It's got the guy from Boy Meets World, yeah. Ryder Strong. <laughs> oh, I do have a fifth one. I think it's the scariest movie ever made is Pet Cemetery, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about like any of the did you ever see Drag, or, uh, Drag Me to Hell? Drag, yeah, the Sam Raimi. Yeah, I mean, it's not like scary, scary, but I like Sam Raimi. I yeah. think Sam Raimi's yeah. great. Um, he's got a lot of good shit. Like, wh- what's that movie I was telling you about the other night where Liam Neeson plays a scientist and um, oh, I can't remember what it's called. Is that a Sam Raimi flick? Yeah. Anyways, what are some other... Uh... Have you all ever watched... I mean, it's like kind of a, a a meme on the internet now. The guy Dark from Man. it, but yeah, Dark Man's guy. You watched Carnival of Souls? Um, uh, I can't remember if I have or not. Carnival of Souls is pretty terrifying. It's kind. It was what inspired that uh, the movie Insidious, which I think is very underrated and very scary. And I, I, yeah. I, I don't really <clears throat> get super scared by stuff like that. You saw the new It. Was it pretty good? It was really good. It's really good. It it is kind of like it wasn't very scary. It was like kind of like it's kind of like Stranger Things. That right. that kind of like well, even the original it um, wasn't scary. Tim Curry, really, you know. Um, <laughs> What's so. Tim Curry plays a demonic? Super Hello, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't do it. Tim Curry's best um, role. Um, and it's not Dr. Frankenfurter, which is still a pretty good one. It's the it's, uh, way Lord of Darkness from Legend. I thought you were going to say it's the... It's, oh, yeah, you we, you had that. We mm-hmm. saw that at your house. That it's the bellhop boy in Home Alone 2. <laughs> <I'm> saying, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's Tim Curry's best role. Uh, when he, and then he gets... Uh, he hey, gets um, uh, Donald Trump in a sleeper hold. <laughs> and, then Kevin, and then Kevin kicks him in the balls in the lobby. Do you remember that part? Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that actually should be the Democrats' next strategy. They should run Macaulay Culkin in 2020. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, remember that time when you gave me directions in my movie that I was in? <laughs> God damn it. That'd be so stupid. What uh, about 
What about, I think this always gets overlooked. Have you, you guys seen The Strangers? Um, is Lift, who's in that? Liv Tyler. Liv Tyler, yeah. Tyler, yeah. And Ryan Reynolds, is he in that? No. I don't know if it's Ryan, but it's like, the, the ones he's with, like the generic Ryan Reynolds. Is it where they, um, I watched that on they're your, they're wearing those masks or something? Yeah, or? like the, like Liv Tyler. And I watched dude, it on your recommendation. Yeah. They go to this like getaway out in the some rural place that's their friend's house and he's going to propose to her and it gets real awkward because she doesn't accept the proposal. Mm. Yeah. But then like these guys show up and people show up in masks and Oh shit, actually I actually don't think I watched it. Uh, I'm going to take away um, <laughs> I'm going to take um, one of my five I said away and and include a graveyard shift. Stephen King. Yeah, do you remember that? I, I, I just like it a lot. I never saw it. it this is one of the and people few under, times people I've read the, the story, but I've never saw the movie. Yeah, it's um, I I just always loved that that movie as a kid. I was just thought it was so cool. Um, and people under the stairs. Both, people under the stairs. Both is, uh, yeah. both classics and yeah. You know, there was a lot of really great Stephen King movies. Um. You know, Cujo's incredible. Maximum Overdrive is, is super great. Yeah. Like there, there's is that one where the trucks like drive themselves. Yeah, there's like this alien. You know, everything always has something to do with aliens. So this alien signal or something hits Earth and and causes all electronic devices to come alive and and fuck shit up. Like in the opening credits, there's this someone's got this turkey. Uh, what are those turkey carvers? The electric turkey carver, and it oh, like, yeah, it yeah. like comes over across the counter and cuts this person's hand up and shit, no, like, <laughs> and like that, a bunch of other wacky stuff uh, happens. Um, you remember the other night when we were talking about the uh, how absolutely lonely it would be? I oh, we were talking about the other the other night about how I eat a lot of my meals by myself. Alone. Yeah, I shouldn't do that. Yeah, I should not be doing that. <laughs> oh yeah, because you could choke. Because you could choke and die. If you, eat, I mean, it doesn't. If you're eating them alone in a restaurant, it's a lot different from eating them by your. <laughs> and, I, and I said that you needed to FaceTime us every time you I eat said, at, the, I at your house. Face, right. <laughs> <laughs> then what's your demo? Okay, bye. Yeah. All right, bye. You're we didn't even have to talk or anything. You just, I'll see you FaceTime. I'll just click accept, and I'll just leave my phone over there, and. If I hear you gagging. If I hear you gag, well, I'll hop in the car and head on oh over. I, I, could, I probably could get to your house in under in in about forty five seconds, probably. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you could. You can you, make it. You in can time survive. To give me the. Hunt. I'd take you a few minutes to like smother, choke to death. By the man. time I'd get there, you get there, my face would be blue and my lips would be blue. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, because you're probably getting a little bit of air, wouldn't you be? I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. I mean, you could. People can. You can hold your breath for a couple of minutes. God, you imagine choking to death for. Just five, six minutes, just on your yeah. floor. Have you no, ever got something no. just caught in your throat? Like it's not restricted your airway, but then you start panicking, thinking it oh, is. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like no. I can, Absolutely. I can breathe. I'm fine here. Yeah. I don't know why I'm yeah. worried about. This. That is As the, the worst. Running into your eyes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I went, I went into anaphylactic shock on the river farm one time, and I hit that fucking plane where I was just like, oh shit. Well, the you difference know? is, if we didn't have Benadryl, you might have been a goner. <laughs> yeah, I was not in a good place. My entire body was covered in hives. I looked like the Joel, Jeff Goldblum in The Fly. What caused the reaction? I have no idea to this day. I you look no like idea. um, that was a bad weekend. You you left with Giardia and like a near fatal <laughs> allergic it, it reaction. Ke- it kept, kept coming back over the day. I must have eaten something I was allergic to. Or something. Did you ever watch that movie um, Pure Luck that had uh, Danny Glover and and Martin Short in it? 
No. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he gets yeah. stung by a bee, and he likes his. He swells up massive. I bet if you searched on the internet, since we're utilizing the internet a lot on this, um, I just want to see if you haven't watched the movie, maybe you can look for Martin Short in Pure Luck and just see what he looks like. What about Martin Short in? Um... Yeah, there it is, the bee yeah. sting one. That's that's some classic shit right there. This one. <laughs> yeah, he's like deathly allergic to. Um, bee stings and uh, this Liberty, is another one of those childhood favorites Liberty Mutual you could probably leave that on it's a um, it's a little yeah it stings him but really the money shot is when he when Danny Glover looks back in the helicopter and or the airplane and he's uh, <laughs> look at this look at this picture of Bear Grylls just oh fucked fuck, up man <laughs> Man, he looks like the elephant man in that in that fucking shit. Oh shit! I think somebody just popped his knob, man. Like they fucking. Oh shit! I was watching one Bear Grylls thing where he like uh, eat. Uh, he's like in the desert and he's like eating this cacti plant that like is serves as like a stimulant as like an amphetamine type um, reaction. And he's just like wired because he can't go to sleep. He's trying not to go to sleep. So he's just like zooted out in the middle of the desert. Now, if, if no one, I know we're getting away from creepy, but uh, <laughs> this shit. This is no. This circles back to the real life stuff that is scary. That's true. This this would be awful. Like if you're, you know, my father is um, allergic to yellow I'm jackets. Allergic, I'm allergic to bees. And uh, freaks, you know, like has to take. A bunch of shit immediately if right. he gets stung and EpiPen. Right. Um. It's not. I, I don't think it's EpiPen bad. I mean, if he had, if he had, uh, like several stings, it would require something like that. But unfortunately, I'm not because there's been plenty of times where I've been mowing grass or weed eating, weed eating, and suddenly, <clears throat> well, there was this one specific time where it was fucking terrifying. <laughs> like I, I felt like a pinch on my thigh, and I was like, God damn! And I looked down, and no shit, I, like no exaggeration, my both of my legs. Completely are covered in yellow jackets. Like, oh my like God. it looks like I'm like wearing candy man. It looks like yeah, it looks like I'm wearing yellow jacket. Fucking damn. Uh, um, um, what are the cowboy? What are the cowboy pants? A thong or assless chaps? <laughs> yeah, were you it looks wearing, like I'm wearing assless bee chaps? Were, were you wearing assless bee chaps? <laughs> yeah, and uh, so, at least your ass <clears throat> wouldn't get stung. I had to, Everything would get stung, but your ass. I took off running and was throwing my clothes off. I'm wound up in my fucking underwear <laughs> at my sister's house. Like with the road right beside her house, people thought I was insane. If only I could have held up a sign. And was like, I'm not a weirdo. I'm just covered in bees. It's okay. <laughs> but look at look at Martin Short swelling up. <laughs> so, see, that was the re- that was the reaction left. That I was, wanted. That was good like, shit. And it just keeps get, it just keeps getting worse and worse. <laughs> oh my He's god! He's just like swelled up. Oh my god! Now, for those who haven't seen the movie, uh, imagine Eddie Murphy on fucking um, Nutty Professor when he right. swells up real big. You're the Martin Short movie Clifford. Did you ever watch yeah, that one? Yeah, I think, I think so. so. Yeah, you look like you're about to say something. No, no, I was trying to remember Clifford. <laughs> what do we got now? Elvis Presley. Man, we have just been fucking rocking some radio this week. Might as well, while we're on the fucking radio, just plug WMMT and tell our listeners to donate to WMMT. 
Yeah, they should. That would be nice of them. Donate to WMMT.org. It's the radio station. <laughs> Say the Troubles told you to do it so they'll keep letting us record here and not kick us out. Right. Eh, it'll be okay. There's no danger of me kicking you out. Well, hopefully not. Not yet. Not until we do something really bad. I'll be like, I didn't like, th- I didn't like that podcast that I was on, so you can't do it there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I really didn't like the last two times, which I had. They, I don't think they've they've aired, but like I was not a fan of the, like my last two. We do have a lot of B roll with you and Carrie that yeah. we haven't aired. Yeah. We're gonna have to selectively just. Maybe make one big episode. Yeah, you might yeah. just have to piece it all together. Yeah, we'll have to make like a homage to Matt and Carrie. There's a lot of fluff. Otherwise. We hop around. You know, like... <laughs> Ophelia's got some good B-roll. <laughs> yeah. You know, like on TV shows like Friends and shit, they would they would have an episode like, here's Joey being Joey. We'll have to do one of like Matt and Carrie being Matt oh, Yeah. But you should never cool. compare your podcast to Friends. That's just <laughs> terrible. It's awful. <laughs> How do people like that? It's so bad. It is so bad. It's the dumbest show on television. It's like, yeah, it, I've actually it's like the Big Bang. It. <laughs> it's like the Big Bang Theory uh, before like that 90s happened. People, yeah, right. It's pretty bad for '90s city dwellers. Man, seeing that reminded me of the time that Terrence, you saw me get get uh, fucking motherfucked oh, by dotted by a few. Did you get any Papa John's pan pizza with? I a- did. You got fucked up, man. Tom walked out, and they just dropped his ass. That sucks. Oh, shit. Well, no wonder he got all fucked up. Look, he's in a bunch of he's fucking with hornet's nest. He's brought it on himself. Why would you do that if you're allergic? What a dumb motherfucker. And it's his bare-ass hand. Although I, I saw on the internet earlier this week, which is funny, that we're getting into all this bee shit, of these people cutting this massive uh, <gasps> bee's nest out of a house. <laughs> oh fuck his head he's got he's, that, 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 that son of a bitch tagged him like six or seven times he probably wants to eat it because don't they have like a lot of uh, nutrients and shit oh the st- is a stinger still in him <laughs> I like how we've got Rocky Horror Picture Show in this going simultaneous <laughs> Bear Grylls just getting, getting tagged by, by a fucking, fucking bees there's another hand. There's someone with him. Yeah, the cameraman. I I didn't know that. I thought he cha- I Does ch- he I thought conveniently he filmed it have a have an EpiPen and Benadryl with him. I'm gonna eat this. <laughs> God. <laughs> he looks like an alien. He, he looks like, like a, does not look human. It looks like a character from Goldeneye on Nintendo 64. Like <laughs> it's so like <laughs> no definition to his face or anything. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> That looks very bad. Oh, his, fuck, dude. his eyes are completely swelled shut. <laughs> oh my god! It looks like Kimbo Slice punched him in the forehead. <laughs> oh my fucking! It looks god, like he's dude. got what do you call it? Gigantism? Yeah, yeah. What's we were saying? Elephant man. Yeah, he looks no, like the son of Elephant Man. Right. <laughs> Holy dog shit! That's funny. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, yeah. Go look at Bear Grylls allergic to bees if you wanna. Yeah, God, he got fucked up. Yeah. Again, let's see what the comments got. Benedict Cumberbatch. He looks like Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> <laughs> Bears just can't that's fucking stupid. What Skyrim mod is this? That's pretty good. <laughs> um he looks like one of those blue avatars he does. That's what he looks yeah, like. He looks like, like an 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 an
Damn, dude. Another Skyrim one. Someone said Benadryl Cabbage Patch. That's fucking dumb. That, that's that's a Tom Sexton joke if there ever was one. <laughs> Benadryl Cabbage Patch. And then a bunch of racist shit. Right, right. You know, <laughs> you can always, YouTube. You're not going to escape the comment section yeah, without some racist shit. Go to shit. any comment section on anything. It doesn't matter what the fuck it's about. It'd be fucking right. Indiana There's going to be some sexist and racist shit. It's so it's in, insane. Right. Right. Whatever happened to moderators, man? Mods? You know, moderators like on uh, the equivalent of like internet boards and whatnot. We need that on everything. Every comment section. Yeah. On the internet. We're about to do some little e production fucking um, genies here. They really chop gonna and, make you gonna chop and screw. We're gonna chop and screw Devil's Advocate. Look, but don't touch with whatever Tom's about to play. I've got to turn it up. I don't make things happen. Doesn't work like that. What did you do to Marianne? <laughs> Free will. It's like butterfly wings. Once touched, they never get off the ground. No, I only set the stage. You pull your own strings. What did you do to Marianne? A gun? Oh, is this the right in here? clip? God damn it! What did you do to my wife? <laughs> well, on a scale of one to ten, oh, ten the one being from the most depraved act of sexual theater known speech. to man. It's this one. Yeah. One but let's finish being this your one. average <laughs> Friday night run through at the Lomax's household, I'd say, not to be immodest, Marianne and I got it on at about Lavan. Fuck you! Oh, 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 got me! Got me! Yes! Wow! Oh, oh yeah! Yeah! Step on up, son! Come on, that's good! You gotta hold on to that fury! Yeah, that's the last thing to go. That's the final is this the same? fighting place. It's the final fig leaf. Yeah, that is. It's the whole big Who thing, I think. Who am I? Who are you? Never lost a case. Why? Why do you think? Because you're so fucking good. Is, are you putting yeah. the music behind that? Mm -hmm. uh oh. But why? I thought you were playing that ethereal. Father. No. I'm a little more than that, Kevin. Awfully hot in that courtroom, wasn't it? What's the game plan, Kevin? It was a nice run, Kev. Had to close out someday. Nobody wins them all. Is this the best bad movie? What are you? One of the best bad movies. Well, it's bad oh. because Keanu Reeves, honestly. So well, actually, that's not the only reason it's bad. See. I do like Keanu Reeves in some movies. Just call me dad. He's not a fucking actor like this. Maybe it was your time to lose. You didn't think so. Lose? I don't lose. <laughs> I win. I'm going to lose. I win. <laughs> <laughs> gargantuan seven-storied structure is built on the orders of a grieving widow. Sir Winchester. Oh my god. My god. Oh my fucking god. The most haunted me. house in history. The house that Let me give you a little inside information about God. God likes to watch. He's a prankster. Think about it. He gives man instincts. He gives you this extraordinary gift, and then what does he do? I swear, for his own amusement, his own private cosmic 
Gag reel. He sets the rules in opposition. It's the goof of all time. Look, but don't touch. Touch, but don't taste. Taste, don't swallow. <laughs> and while you're jumping from one foot to the next, what is he doing? He's laughing his sick fucking ass off. He's a tight ass. He's a sadist. He's an absentee landlord. Worship that never. Better to reign in hell than serve in heaven, is that it? <laughs> Why not? I'm here on the ground with my nose in it since the whole thing began. I've nurtured every sensation man has been inspired to have. I cared about what he wanted, and I never judged him. Why? Because I never rejected him. In spite of all his imperfections, I'm a fan of man. I'm a humanist. Maybe the last humanist. <laughs> the Who, in their right mind, Kevin, could possibly deny the 20th century was entirely mine. All of it, Kevin! All of it. The comments are predictably My. awful. There's nothing worse about somebody arguing at religion in a YouTube comment section. Oh, God. Look at, look based, how, on, based on a monologue just, from a fucking yeah. bad movie. Look, someone wrote a fucking essay. Someone wrote an essay with um, par paragraph indentations and everything. Anyways. <laughs> Where are we at? We probably need to wrap this one up, yeah? Yeah. yeah. I need to go eat lunch. You know, people will spend time writing... 5,000 word reply to a comment on the internet but they won't read a fucking book. <laughs> right, right. Me. And that's my opinion. <laughs> any any, <laughs> any parting words for the Halloween special? One of two. Just get out there and get spooked. Have fun. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. That's a good advice. Eat and your children's candy while they're asleep. We were talking the other day. I, uh, I like it. Or Katie had a Facebook says about this. Like, it was badass when people would put arms and stuff, fake arms and stuff, out their <laughs> yeah, windows. Or out of the trunks of their cars. Out of the trunks of their cars yeah. and stuff, right. <laughs> That's really sweet. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Um, all right, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it, kids, and then the immortal words of Blue Oyster Cult. Take us out on something. What do you got over there, Tom? Don't fear the reaper. <laughs> all right. Good night, everybody. 